Clickbait Show. I am your host, Joshua Frogelin, and Sharks win in a shootout. Stop me if you've heard that before. Yeah, the Sharks win in a shootout versus the LA Kings. Um, yeah, weird game. Uh, Sharks uh, in the third period are just not, not a pretty sight to see, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Sharks looked good in the first period. We'll just talk about the game, I guess. Uh, first period, the Sharks looked to dominate play right off the bat. And it eventually led to a goal on a really nice, like, I think, was it Schmidt kept it in, uh, gives it over to Donato, Donato scores it, and yeah, from then on, uh, Sharks still kind of, or sorry, Donato passed it to Meyer, he scores it. Um, from then on, Sharks still kind of controlled play, um, eventually leading in another play that got the puck to Marlowe, uh, who was out on his shift, got it to Couture, who just is able to put it home pretty easily for another Sharks goal. And yeah, uh, from then on, the game was pretty even for the first period. Um, not really anything else to talk about for the first. Uh, Sharks didn't really do much. Um, and then the second period happened, as it happens every, every single game. And it's such a joy every time the second period happens. There are a few things that I think the Sharks love more than the second period. Because it's just so incredible. Yep. And so the second period happens, and the Sharks just do Sharks things. Uh, the first one came from, I forget who passed it to Kopitar, but it was uh, Burns not, not, not being responsible defensively, and uh, them getting a breakaway to Kopitar. The LA Kings score 2-1, to one, and then eventually uh, too many men penalty. Sharks had like three penalties in the period. And then, yeah, the Sharks did a thing uh, where they lit up a goal again. Uh, I was like off a one-timer, I forget from who, and then I think Dustin Brown, I don't remember who scored, uh, scored on a rebound, somewhat Jones probably could have had it, hit his glove, uh, but still one-timer, eh, who knows, um, Vlasic still should have tied up his man, I think that's the, that's the real unfortunate part of that play, and then, yeah, third period happens, uh, as it does every game, and the Sharks gave up another goal, unfortunately. Uh, I would have to somewhat fault Shimmick on that one. Uh, I mean, Carlson probably could have done a better job of pushing the the rusher off to the side better, uh, but Shimmick just didn't pick up his man, and then they get a goal, uh, and it was 3-2 to two for a bit, and it's just like, really? Like, the Sharks are about to lose to the LA Kings? Are you kidding me? Like, there, this would have probably cost. This could have been the worst loss of the season. Uh, the Sharks just were looking bad, and it's a bad team. Like the Kings are the worst in the division. Um, and I mean, still, the Sharks didn't play that great. This is a team that you're expected to beat. Um, not sure why you didn't. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and then comes down to the last minute. Uh, really nice play off. Uh, kind of like the draw that just. I don't know what happened in that and. But what I do remember is a really nice play from Couture to get it over to Burns, uh, who was able to get the shot off. And then, uh, like, Kane, I think, on his fifth attempt trying to score, uh, gets it home, like, 45 seconds left to tie the game. Uh, head to overtime. Uh, there was some good chances for both teams, to say the least. thought Jones looked a little shaky. I thought the defense in general looked a little shaky in overtime. But... Yeah, uh, there was that one really nice setup to Marlowe, who got tied up really well. It was a really nice defensive play by L.A. Uh, and wasn't able to finish it. 
uh, head to over to a shootout with Martin Jones, and that's when you know you're done. If you go to a shootout against Martin effing Jones, uh, and yeah, he is prime Patrick Wall in the in that yeah, he's just incredible. He's Martin Brodor. Um and the Sharks get a win, uh, th- uh, four to three in a shootout. Yeah, um, kind of my thoughts on the game. The top six was like an actual like thing. Obviously, this isn't a great team, so I just want to say this now. Like, don't overreact to this game. We're playing a really bad team. The Kings are going to be pushing for whoever they want in the draft at this point. They're not that good. So, like, yeah. So, I mean, Burns looked good. In terms of ice time, uh, Ferraro's went down. I don't know if that was somewhat product of, uh, like, more special teams play happening. Uh, yeah, so in terms of ice time, Burns led it with just under 30 minutes. This is all a little inflated, uh, because of overtime. So Burns with two seconds under 30 minutes. Uh, Carlson 25-39. Uh, Couture 23-15. Ferraro uh, 23 minutes. Uh, Hurdle 21 and a half. Uh, Kane 21. Meyer 18 and a half. Um, so you know what? I like that spread of ice time much much more yeah that's a lot i like i i want to be happy about this game but it's still the la kings yeah it's just not a good team um but yeah the the top six was was good um they gave hurdle really good line mates for like the first time this season where it was like two guys that were like yeah these are good players uh and yeah he did really well uh i thought hurdle looked good i don't think he had any points unfortunately but he looked he looked good um he had a few chances especially behind the behind the net he's so good on the boards with puck possession uh i know i say that a lot um meyer had a good game i thought i thought everyone in the top six had a good game uh even marlo as a 3c wasn't really feeling that but it happened and it didn't go that poorly which i mean that's not a very high standard but it's the standard that we're gonna have here in san jose um, other than that, everyone else played fine. I didn't really notice anything special about how, uh, Dylan Gambrell played, but I mean, the team played fine, I think. Yeah. Uh, so kind of looking forward to the next game. I'm not certain that the Sharks will make any changes besides Dubnik in that. Still not sure why Dubnik didn't play. Obviously Jones shootout legend at this point, but it just doesn't make sense why Dubnik didn't get the start? He was the better goalie in the in the two games versus Anaheim, and he didn't get the start. I don't understand it. I get that Bugner was going on like the lifetime numbers versus the Kings, but you haven't played the Kings since last November. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. So that happened. Uh, I don't think they make any other changes. I don't know why you would at this point. Uh, and if. I mean, Vlasic didn't play that great in a few instances, unfortunately, but I don't think he's going to get benched. It looks awful to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about that game. Just looking forward to the next game. Um, I don't think the Sharks will make any changes. They may they may take out Balsers. Balsers played the least of anybody and played eight and a half minutes. Uh, let me look at the shifts. Uh, oops, shift strike. 
Uh, when did Balsers get in? He, like, was benched for the very end of the game-ish. Um, yeah. Uh, what was weird was, and looking at this now, the, uh, Donato didn't get into overtime. I don't think LeBanc did either. Um, that's a little weird thing that happened. Yeah, that's odd. Uh, I'm not sure why that, usually Donato and LeBanc played together in overtime, but for some reason that line didn't get rolled. So, that's a little maybe thing to look at. Um, Balsters may get pulled, so Nason or Chemilevsky may get thrown into the starting lineup. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you would do if you would, if you take out Balsters. I guess you move Marlow back to, like, wing. I guess what you could do is you could go, like, what, Gam... Would you make the... Because one of Gambrell or Marlow can't play center then. Huh. I don't know what you would do. I, I'd assume they're going to take out Ballsters for a game and put in Chmielewski or uh, uh, Mason. So we'll see where that goes. Um, Yeah. I don't understand why Jones is just so incredible in the shootout. But it's a thing that happens. So we'll move on to some questions. So, is there any changes that need to happen with this team's management-wise? I believe that I believe we need a new coach. My reasoning being that this team is similar slash slightly better than last year, and it looks like a, re a repeat of November 2020 Sharks. Um, I mean, that's a tricky question. I have been critical of a lot of Bugner's decisions, uh, especially to start the season, uh, and just this weird not playing the same lines over again idea. It's not a good idea, um, except for players that like obviously shouldn't be like where they were playing, like Vlasic in the top four, uh, who actually played is like decent at playing on the bottom pairing. Uh, I mean, you'd obviously expect more out of a seven million dollar player, but it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like right now I'm happy with what Bugner has done, so I don't think anything would happen in that regard. Uh, in terms of management, I don't think, I don't think, like, D Doug Wilson's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, I think the team understands that they're in kind of a sticky situation, and hopefully expansion and the next offseason, they can fix some of it. Uh, which I will probably produce an episode about, about an expansion strategy, draft strategy. Um, yeah. Brant Clark is a very good player. Anyway, uh, getting that 2021 scouting in. Uh, so I wouldn't suggest that we change management in any regard. If we're going to change anything just in the like management side of stuff, change the power play, change whoever runs the power play. I think it's Rocky Thompson. What the heck? It looked better tonight but still no goals, it's just not the move. Like, just split up Burns and Carlson. It's so, it, it was less one-dimensional tonight, so I, I think kind of Carlson's decision-making to not just pass it to Burns every time. There was a lot more mature action uh, in the power play tonight. Um, yeah, just don't, just don't set up the Burns one-timer every time. Like, it's not a good strategy. Uh, yeah, that'd be my, my advice. If we're going to change anything, um, other than that, no, especially a lot of the front office, I kind of would like to keep around, especially Doug Wilson Jr. in terms of drafting has been very, very good recently. And I just think if you get rid of Doug Wilson, he goes, and that would be a very, very bad thing. Um, yeah, uh, 
So let's look at the second question, which is should Bugner stick with the same lines for a few games as opposed to changing them every game? And the answer is yes, which, yeah, the Sharks should keep keep the lines that they had tonight. Uh, maybe just one switch with putting in Nason or uh, Chmielewski for Balsers, but that's it. You got to limit how much you're you're adjusting these forward groups. Uh, keep the keep the de defense the same way it was, uh, unless you're thinking of playing Jaros. But yeah, the, the team like genuinely played somewhat well in a lot of in a lot of ways. But they they were playing a bad team, unfortunately. Um, yeah, looking at some of the the producers for the Sharks tonight. Um, in terms of like five on five expected goals, like the Sharks like didn't play that poorly, which is like a good thing. Um, yeah, the only players that were under 50% in terms of Corsi were Gambrell, Sorensen, Shimmick, Nieto, and Balsers. And that was it. The only players that didn't, uh, control like expected goals over 50% were those guys, uh, plus Gregor. So the team overall controlled play, controlled shot attempts. Um, the main players uh, who controlled like expected goals percentage, uh, Meyer, Hurdles, and Otto were the top three. Um, yeah, it's just that was their best. And if that was their best line tonight, I still feel like the top line is is really is really fun and really good to watch. Um, yeah, uh, in terms of just raw like five on five expected goals, Couture, Burns, Hurdle. Donato, Meyer, and Kane were the were the leaders. Um, Dustin Brown, Kopitar, and Alex Iafalo, uh led the the Kings. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and then also in terms of Corsi, uh, let's look at individual numbers. Uh, yeah, relative Corsi. Uh, the Hurdle, Meyer, Donato were the were the best ones, followed by Couture, LeBanc, Ferrara. Yeah, those are your best. Those are the best players so far this season. And then everyone else is pretty close to five hundred. And then it goes downhill. Balsers, Gregor, Sorensen, Shimmick, Nieto, Gambrel. Uh, which, uh, this is a, uh, this is all. Sorry, five on five, uh, becomes much better. Uh, yeah, it's still the same suspects towards the bottom, but less so. Uh, yeah, the strikes, I, like, they dominated play for majority of the game uh except for the second period uh, evidently uh you just need to you need to win this you need to win these games you need to win them emphatically this is a team that isn't that good and you should be beating so it's just kind of unfortunate when the team can't can't beat them easily yeah uh so just looking forward to next game and the games after that it's kind of brutal so the big news is uh, uh, Vegas has a weird situation. So they um, they had a game tonight against the Ducks. They had to pull a player in the second period who didn't return. They did not say I don't I did not see online if why the player was pulled, but I'm assuming it's something related to COVID. Uh, and then media availability was uh, was like not allowed for the Ducks or Knights, which is weird because it's all on Zoom, uh, but still none was allowed. So. We'll see what happens in the next few days or what's going to happen eventually because the Sharks play the Knights on Saturday, Saturday afternoon on a nice matinee like everybody likes watching. So we're not going to know for a little bit what's going to happen with that, but that's something to keep an eye on for the Sharks after this series with the Kings. Uh, next game 
yeah, I think Dubnik's the only change. And the Sharks got to win the game, and hopefully in regulation, my God. Four overtime, or four shootout wins for Jones this year. One regulation win, and then two pulls, which is just not, not the situation you want to be in. But, I mean, I think the Sharks have a really great strategy at this point. So what they're doing is, so there's two things working in favor of the Sharks. So one is they've mastered the shootout. They basically told Jones, you only work on the shootout now. That's like your entire job is just doing the shootout, doing the shootout, doing the shootout, right? And then they, they trade him for Donato, who's just like a god in the shootout. And he's like, you are only here to be in the shootout, okay? And that's why they didn't play him in overtime, so he could rest up for the shootout and get 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 his spidey senses flowing. Um, and they're giving points to the Kings and the Ducks to hurt their tanks, so they can't they can't finish as low in the standings. So they'll get a less they'll get a lesser draft pick, and so they'll be worse in the future. Uh, they're not gonna get like Owen Power or whoever. And we're just going to, like, make them worse while we win these weird games in overtime. And, yeah, we've mastered we've mastered the way to do it. Uh, you still, yeah, it's all a joke. You should be winning these games in regulation. And it shouldn't come down to Martin Jones's heel to beat the LA Kings, unfortunately. But that's going to do it for this episode. I am the host, Josh Virgilin. Check me out on Twitter, at Josh Virgilin. I write for the Hockey Writers. Check them out. Uh, yeah, the show has a, has a Twitter at shark underscore bait underscore show. We ask questions after the game, sometimes post fun stuff on there. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed and you have a great rest of your day.